that's where we get a little bit thrown off because now we've got to protect ourselves and we got to learn about ourselves, which in all cases, we begin to be a little bit fearful. The first steps of fear begin to manifest itself because we know that I've got to be able to protect myself, but I still got to learn. And at the cost of learning, we'll protect ourselves. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Hello, everybody, on this cold October day. Just about to get into Halloween. But before we start, I'm Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful PMSing wife, Nina. <laughs> you and your PMS. Hey, I'm feeling a lot better, let me tell you. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yes, we are. <laughs> here for another week. Halloween around the corner. Do you have any idea what you're going to be wearing for Halloween? Well, first of all, aren't you glad I'm not going to be PMSing on Halloween? <laughs> that would be like scary as fuck. Yeah, murderous. <laughs> murderous. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Tell us what you're going to be for Halloween this year. I have no idea. I don't even have a clue what to be. Me neither. Me neither. Maybe we'll just stay in. Stay in? That'd be boring. <laughs> How am I going to get candy that way? Our kids are getting older. I don't know if they're going to They go. don't want to go. They're, they're, my daughter was staying there. She doesn't want to go trick-or-treating. They're 14 How am I going to get candy? What the hell? Well, I guess you're going to have to take a, a, a pillow case and go door knocking. There you go. Dress, dress as a kid. <laughs> think I'll pass. I don't know. Why, do, you want, do you really want the candy that badly? I always want the candy that badly. I always I guess, want it. I guess we'll have to get you some candy. <laughs> i have to go buy it myself. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, we have to say a little word from our sponsor. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Podbeam. Podbeam is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbeams for the Head Over Heels show. Download the Podbeam app today to start record, publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbeam provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record, publish an episode directly from the app on your phone. Download the Podbeam app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the podcast 21 code for the first 30 days on us. Nice. Very good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Head over to Podbeam. Yeah, they've been giving us some great numbers lately and lots of downloads. So uh, Podbeam is uh, something I am uh, definitely a fan of and I'm happy to. Yes, they're a great media company. We love to them. To work with them. 
Absolutely. So who do we got next, baby girl? Today we have Mr. Wan Lee. Wan Lee is an author. He's a thought leader. He teaches principles of love. And he, his book is awesome. It's called Love Made Easy. He is here today to help us recognize what love is and why love is so important to humanity. So I can't wait to hear what he has to say. But yeah. before that, spotlight review goes to, drum roll, <laughs> Aturi. Aturi gave us five-star review. Thank you so much for that. We love this. And she says, um, love with a smiley face. She says, love today's podcast. It was exactly what I needed to hear. Love you both. You're amazing. Thank you, Aturi. And that was on Apple Podcasts. So if you are listening to this podcast or any of our other podcasts and you feel like you should leave a review, I think you should. <laughs> it takes 20 seconds. All you have to do is go on Apple or Spotify and leave us a review. Tell us what you thought about a podcast or the show itself. And you would be featured on our Spotlight review. And it helps our numbers get up. It helps us get into the algorithms of the podcast world and get in front of more people. So we appreciate it big time. And in turn, we help you, more of you out there to, you know, find your own love and your own head over heels of relationship. Absolutely. So now on with our regular scheduled programming. That's right. Without further ado. Well, welcome to the Head Over Heels show, Juan and Mr. Juan Lee. <laughs> Thank you it's for so having me. Having I appreciate you. it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. So why don't you tell our listeners who you are and what you do, just so they have a little context of your background. Right now, I'm currently retired. I've retired from all of my many different journeys in life. And it led me to a point where now I want to share my experiences. I have a twofold agenda, so to speak. I have my book, which is Love Made Simple. I'm an author. I'm a transformational speaker. And I'm also a founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey, which we teach uh, teenagers and young adults the practical applications of love, which is basically the life skills and attitudes for success in life, giving them a journey, giving them a path or directions in life. The subtitle of my book is called The Guide to Inner Peace, Contentment and Success. And basically what had happened throughout my life was as a teenager, I graduated from high school and I had no guide. You know, life is like that. It doesn't give you any directions or instructions. I was confused. I was very much, I had low self-esteem. I was lost to mm -hmm. say the least. This was after always being in church, being involved with the local in the church, Christian background, but there was no answers. There was no action to what I was hearing. And so I joined the Air Force and my life turned around. It just got clear. One thing that I can put into here is when I, why I was so frustrated and lost, one of the hidden parts of that is that I had an undiagnosed learning disability. Was not diagnosed until I was 37 years old. Oh, wow. But that just led up to this tremendous amount of frustration. And I took it out in my academics in the sense that I tagged as a troublemaker, just very disciplinary problems. But it was all out of frustration. Nobody could really accept or understand my frustration because I wanted to do better. I wanted it. I desired to do better. 
but I couldn't. And nobody could give me any help or an explanation as to why I struggled. Uh, Joined the Air Force and those things that I had lived basically trying to hide, that insecurity came thrown right out on the table where everybody could see it. And how old were you when you joined? I was 18 and threw it out on the table, said that I was important, I was necessary, and what I had was sufficient. And everybody was in the same category. Military breaks you down and builds you up together. That was a difficult but rewarding experience that changed my life. Mm. Because up until that point, I never measured up. I was academically, we were supposed to measure up. We were expected to measure up and to be somebody else and to to be judged based on some type of standard instead of trying to find out who I was and identifying my specific uniquenesses. I was pegged and put into special education and special, you know, pushed through the system. And that was what led me to the point of the highest degree of frustration that I could, I didn't know what to do. And so the military shook me to the point where it was like, Hey, you're one of us. We're going to make you into seeing who you really are and to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And it's something that I recognized that I said, you know, that's life. Life is about something bigger than yourself. They don't teach that at school. You know what I mean? You have to figure it out on your own, which yeah. is why I love what you're doing for, for these young adults and teenagers. Yeah. And it's something that if you don't get it, you'll begin to defend not having it. Right. And you'll begin to realize and continue to live life as though you got to do it on your own. And it's all about me. And there's none of us in this world that is operating in a vacuum. We need one another. And what I found out was love is that system that life uses to connect us all together. Absolutely. That is what I came to understand because the right attitude with the right objectives gets you the right outcome. The actions that we need is motivated based on our attitudes. And so that was where I realized that I had to change my perspective as it relates to what and what I saw and how I saw it, that I could begin to incorporate because I needed help. I couldn't stand out here on this. And that's what I learned in the military. The one of the bigger things I learned in the military was that um, you can't be successful by yourself. It's impossible. You're not going to do it. Right. We, our mission is bigger than any one person. That's true. It's bigger than any one person. In one regard, you look at that as though like they're using you. But yes, indeed, they are. But they're using you in a way that identifies something that's greater than you. And so just to be a part of that and to connect with that, that's bigger than I am. And what I found out in life is that humanity is bigger than any one of us. Humanity is what we're here. Life is about advancing humanity. And love is the system that we use to connect so that we can invest our experiences on earth in this life experience. We invest that back into humanity for the next generation so that they can begin to build off of that which we've laid, that foundation. The previous generation did that for us, and we're to do that for the next generation. That's life. And when we grasp that, 
when we understood that that's what life is about, now what's the system that makes this thing work? Love. Love is the thing that connects the past generation to the present generation to the next generation. And you cannot stop it. You can't prevent it. You can't stop it. Nobody can make you do it, but nobody can stop you. And that's the power of love. When we infuse that system into any situation, regardless whether it's uh, your working environment, your neighborhood, your relationships, marriages, it doesn't matter because it's a choice that we decide to make in any situation that will not fail. We determine it. We have that capacity to make things, make them into the results that we're looking for. And the result has to be about humanity. It's about what's in it for humanity, because our experiences are temporary. This life experience is temporary. The most that we can get out of it, it's temporary. And what do we do with it? We invest that temporary, that temporary experience into something that is it's eternal. Humanity was in the past. It's in the present. And it's for us to influence the future. That's the power of love. Well, you wrote that book, Love Made Simple. How would you describe making love simple? That's just it. It's the ability to be able to understand there are seven attitudes that I speak of. Being able to understand the attitudes that produce that end results for humanity that will understand it very simply that it's what we have to offer. It's about being able to give. That's what love is. It's about giving. And that's where we gain our fulfillment is in when people accept that which we give brings us fulfillment. It means it's valuable to someone else, making it fulfilling to us, meaning that we put effort into it. We've developed this gift for this, this ability so that we can give it. And when people receive it, man, that maximizes, that really illuminates my abilities and my skill set so that someone else can gain from it. That's basically the quick example of passing it on to humanity because we're investing that which we have into the next generation. We have to view it as an investment and not as something that we have to take again to receive it. Man, any relationship that you love, you give to it. You pour into it. It's not what they give you. It's what you give them that makes them feel what it is that you are giving to them that makes them feel better, that makes you fulfilled. Do you think when the relationship fails, and I don't mean just like an intimate relationship, I mean like families and friends, those are all relationships. When those fail, do you think it's a one-way street in that case because one person is giving, the other person is not? You touched on some very interesting things because when you talk about family, family is the root of our experiences here on earth, okay? In this earth, in this life experiences, that foundation of the family is basically where you have your safe place. That place where you can make mistakes, that there are always this net up under you. When that family is not there to be that net, that's when challenges begin. Right. Because now you have no safe place. Right. And so when love begins to, when you begin to initiate love, it's based on this, this inability to understand that there's this safe place. Because in, in essence, in loving, you've got to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, meaning that you've had that cushion, 
that you've allowed yourself to make some mistakes. You've learned some things about yourself. When you don't have that cushion, you've got to do it without a cushion. And that's when things get difficult because now it it affects the way that we can begin to demonstrate love because we've had to manifest it ourselves with no foundation. And that's where we get a little bit thrown off because now we've got to protect ourselves and we got to learn about ourselves, which in all cases, we begin to be a little bit fearful. The first steps of fear begin to manifest itself because we know that I've got to be able to protect myself, but I still got to learn. And at the cost of learning, we'll protect ourselves. By breaking those relationships, right? By all means necessary. Right. Because the, see, family, it gives you a foundation, but when it doesn't it meet that objective for the foundation, right. you then have to begin to sever them because it's difficult to be able to find yourself because they're working contrary or against you. And that's very difficult, but it can be done because the fact of the matter is love allows you to begin to, to develop yourself first because it begins to ask seven of the, the, the attitudes of love is sacrifice. It is humility. It is courage. It is caring. It's responsibility, tenacity, and discipline. Okay. If you can institute those characteristics, those attitudes into your life, they will cover every situation that you want to expose yourself to that will begin to build up who you are. And it's from those those attitudes that will dictate your perspective and understanding that your perspective, knowing that life is temporary, is to how can I use these attitudes to advance humanity, to invest me, my uniquenesses through those attitudes to improve humanity. That's the mindset that we ultimately have to get to because we're going to act out of how we are attitudes. We're going to respond to situations based on those attitudes. And those things are very uh, significant to being able to love because then you begin to put action to something that is just a concept, love. Now put actions to them with those proper attitudes. Now, how do we teach our teens, our young adults, to have that mentality? They don't teach that at school. They don't show them how to live in harmony and love and peace. As a teenager, as a young adult, how do we, as, as parents, as the older generation, let the new generation know of this? They don't have as much uh, interaction with others. They're all online and no, no in person. It goes right back to family. We've got to be the example to our children. We've got to show them and see what, what I'm doing now is because they're not teaching it because parents, I mean, come on. We've had to figure things out for ourselves and that's exactly what one generation does to the next generation to say, you're on your own, you figure it out yourself. Yeah. You know, figure <laughs> this thing out yourself. Yeah. But when we can begin to be the example that we want our children to become, They do what they see, not always what they hear. They see their parents actualizing what they want to be like. And that's what they do. I admired, I've I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, and I admire the fact that you have figured it out as it relates to what it takes for you all to work. That's critical because there's no formula for that. I can give you concepts, 
but you've got to figure it out. You've got to understand it's not who's right, it's what's right. And those are things that people don't always get in relationships because they've never realized that what's right is more important than being right. Absolutely. Because in a union of relationship, it's about the both of you. It's about both. It's about the collective, not the individual. You know, you get in the car and say you're going downtown and you go like, okay, I don't want to go that way. All right, so what you going to do, get in your own car? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're in the car together. We're going to go the same way. Does it really matter if we make a right here or left here if we get to the same place? It's the ability to understand that in relationships. Three characteristics of love. And this really begins to lay the foundation down. And that is the first characteristic of love is that it's a, you might be interesting, but it's a chameleon. A chameleon will adapt and it will blend in and it will sacrifice itself for the purpose of the good of the whole so that it will mesh in so that everybody will succeed. Not just me, the chameleon. It's just that everybody will blend in. The second part of it is, is that it's a conduit. It then means it says that I'm going to be connected to you with no agenda. Your needs and responsibilities or your gifts and talents can flow back and forth to one another without any hidden agendas. It's a pureness of the fact that I have no need other than to give myself to you. And then the other person or the other connection is to say the same thing. I'm going to feed you just as you feed me. And then the third one, and they're all C's. And the last one, the characteristic of of love is that it's a choice. It's a choice that that. no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the situation is, you can choose to blend in. You can choose to give and nobody can stop you. Nobody can prevent you from loving. It's a win, win, always win, never fail. Good, it's good. I got to write down those three C's. Those are really important. I love it. So what about like, okay, so if you're looking at nowadays, not just young people, anybody trying to get into a relationship. I mean, there's too many options out there now to be able to move on before love is even a thought in your mind with this person. You know, you can easily swipe right. You can move on. You can, you know, just you interact with people online more than you do face to face like we're doing right now. <laughs> so what what would you say to somebody that is not giving it a chance? How to open up? Boy, you just you, that last little point just throw it a whole nother direction. <laughs> Here's why we struggle with opening up. And the fact is, is that we don't know ourselves first. See, you can't love if you're not willing to give. And if you're having to protect, you're not ready. Because it's easy to be hurt. Because life is going to be presenting opportunities to hurt you. Everybody has their own hurts. One of the things that I like, I don't know who originated it. I don't know who said it first. But here's the thing. Hurt people hurt people. Yes. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, is that if you're unable to allow a hurt person to hurt you, because they're going to hurt you, you're not ready for a relationship. Because you can't be ready. You can't control the other person. But when they attempt to try to hurt you, if you're not 100% sure with who you are, 
you won't tolerate them to being able to hurt you. And as a result, won't be able to love them because they're hurting you. But isn't that the way we learn as human beings by going through those experiences, going through the fails, going through the hurts, going through all the the things that we go through to learn how to love, how to give, how to be who we are? That's what we've been trained and have been taught to do because we have no other options. What I'm suggesting to us is, is that love says, get me right first. Love says, humble yourself, be willing to sacrifice, be willing to be courageous. Be willing to care, be willing to be disciplined, be willing to be responsible and to be tenacious. When you begin to change and fuse yourself with those attitudes. Now, when somebody comes to you that could be have not come to that point, see, because ultimately a relationship is, is to be something that's added to you. Relationships are something that adds value. If it's going to be sucking out of you, it's not something that you want, because, again, How does this relationship ultimately advance or help humanity? It doesn't if you're tugging and forcing, you're fighting away, trying to keep this relationship together. You need to have some harmony in the relationship. And that's why I was saying I admire you guys because of the way in which you all respond to each other. You know what each other needs are. You don't have the same needs. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know what each other's needs are. And that's the important thing. Because love is about being able to meet those needs. That's the fulfillment that each person gains because they're able to give you what you need. Which is back to your point, relationships are to add to other persons, not to take away. I love that. Add value. I love that. And it's true. After 24 years of our trial and error, if there was no added value here, this wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have been as amazing as it is today with ourselves, with our children, 100%. I love those points. I'm going to make sure I write them down and make sure my kids read them all the time. (laughs) This is what you need in order to be a great human being in this world. Yeah, I mean, it's the ability to be able to operate from a place of assurance. You know that you're confident in who you are. Because, again, you can't give what you don't have. You can't fake it. Absolutely. So many of us think that this is what we got to go through. No, no. Life is not. This experience. All I'm saying to you is love is the system for life. And once we understand how this system works, see, life does one, two things to the human or for the human, for humanity. It preserves and it protects. That's what humanity does. That's what humans do. That's what life is all about. This experience, the only reason that you and I are here in this dispensation is so that we can get to the next one, the next generation. Without you and I, there's no way to get there. So we've got to play the part and to do what's necessary to invest into humanity for the sake of the next generation. We normally see that in our children. That's what it is. But it's also, what is that system that we're implementing? What is that system that we are partaking in? It's the system of love. That's where we show that care for that child, that re- that humility that that child needs that sacrifice that we need, that, that it's an example of love being demonstrated, actualized in our children. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. it. works on all levels. We sit there and we look at, we have a great relationship. I think we do great things for each other and our kids see that. And I always wonder, are we gonna help them find that for themselves? 
or is it going to be something that's impossible to find in their generation? It's very interesting because you bring this up and I, I was listening to your interview with the doctor. I can't remember again. And the question was, I think you were, you got to the point was, is saying that you have to do what you know your wife needs mm. so that you can give her what she needs. That's the little bit of information that needs to be given to the, the next generation. Mm. It's not like to follow you. They can't copy you, but they can also understand what is that nugget? See, it's not about doing what I did, why I did what I did. The, it's knowing that person. Because, see, if she all of a sudden changed the things that she needs, she'll throw you for a loop. If she knows who she is, then she's going to be consistently who she is, making it easier for you to be able to give her what she needs. You ain't got to worry about her being tossed to and fro all over the world. You know exactly where she's going to be all the time. Now, all you got to do is adapt to it. Be that chameleon. You got that right on because it's 100 percent that once the person knows who they are and what they need, they will project that into their partners for them to give them that and vice versa. And I think, like you said, we've nailed that that point in our relationship. And I think it's incredible. Yeah, I we've embedded it in our kids' minds yeah. also. But I was thinking more like like we have no control over who they're going to fall in love with or, and how that person will ultimately love them or treat them. No, we don't. We don't have any it's control about, over that. It's about teaching them how to identify the person that they can be in a relationship with. See that part where I was talking about add value? If you can instill that into a child's head, that a relationship is to add value, it won't be, oh, she look good, he look good. Mm -hmm. It's about kind of value can this person bring to me? Because that, you don't have to be the best looking person to go out there and make some mistakes that you're going to live for the rest of your life. Right. But if you begin to teach the child, look, you want value, you are valued. Don't call. And here's the big, you've got to know this about yourself first. You are value. You have, you are important. You are significant and you have value. Okay. So once you know that for yourself, you're not going to add somebody that's going to take away from you. Absolutely. You got to make sure that they understand that. If they don't understand that, they're going to make that mistake because look, ultimately we're going to remember you get the power to choose who you love. Once you make the choice, you're going to have to determine what it's going to take. If you had to figure it out afterwards or you figure out before, that's where we make the decisions before we make with the choices before we make the decision. Because, OK, we'll get hooked up into something that we made the decision and now we got to live with it. 100 percent. I always say everything is about a choice. You got to see what's out there and choose for yourself. So we can't control anything what happens with our with our children. Mm-hmm. Oh, like like you know, Juan said, you just have to instill that love and that value in their mind, and hopefully they'll make the right decision. That's all we can but, do. But that's what I'm saying. When they see value in themselves, will connect it to other valuable things. Yeah. People who don't see value in themselves begin to throw themselves into any situation that because they they don't see any value in themselves. The connection it's not here yet. Yeah. It's just here. You know. Exactly. It's like, I want to connect. But the fact of the matter is, is this is where the connection has to be first. Well, I'll have to try and force feed that to any guy who dates my daughter. Then, (laughs) Oh, oh, you sitting in a power seat now. (laughs) You sitting in the power seat, daddy over my daughter. Oh, yeah. You want to see what, I don't care what, 
Oh, he, your daughter could tell you he's the best looking thing in the earth. He's going to have to come in here and speak to me and sit on the couch and we're going to have to talk and chop it up. Yeah. <laughs> so I can fix the looks. <laughs> oh, oh, one way or another. <laughs> I love your energy. You're so good. You're so good. But listen, this has been an amazing, amazing conversation. Where can our listeners find you? <laughs> I, well, you can always come hit me up on my website, wanleetheauthor.com. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. You can reach me. But what I want to do is tell you this, is that I am in the process of creating a course. And the course is called How to Navigate Life. Perfect. And it's about five basic, you know, modules, basically learning about life, learning about relationships, learning about problem solving and decision making, how to manage money. All of the things that come together in this experience called life. Mm -hmm. So if anyone's interested in that, to just send me an email, info at wanleetheauthor.com. And also, I have a newsletter. If anybody's interested in receiving the newsletter, send me an email and let me know, and I'll get that out to them. Other than now, your that, course, is that going to be targeted more towards younger crowd, or it's for everybody? Here's the thing. The, that course is going to be for everybody, but it's also going to be a part of the nonprofit where I will be, we will be giving that to designated, you know, designated youth groups and teenagers and young adults. The course is going to be a very exhaustive course. There are going to be elements of that going to be given or taught to the children because in some areas they might need relationships or some area they might need uh, financial literacy. And it'll be on a module by module case, not the encoded, a total course, whereas we're looking to change lives, basically putting the practical applications of love in place in people's lives with the youth and the young adults. We're trying to prevent them from having the pitfalls of life with giving them directions in, in life beforehand. Well, it sounds like you're doing a great job and I'm sure it's going to be successful because basically everybody needs this kind of information, especially the youth. But What about your book, uh, Love Made Simple? Where can they get that? You can get a digital copy on my website or it's at, on. you can go to Amazon.com. You can go to Bond & Noble. Every, whenever you go to get your literary uh your books and things like that. I'm there. Love makes Perfect. simple. I'll add that to my Amazon card too. What is one thing to make love simple? Here's the thing that I like to let people understand about love. Love is not easy. It's not easy, but it's simple. Okay. And there's a difference. Love requires you to give of yourself. And so it's not always easy, but I want you to know that you have the capacity and the ability to do it. And it's simple. It's your choice. You can choose it. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's your choice. It's not easy. It's the hardest, to be honest with you, the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. But the fact of the matter is it's just the most rewarding thing that you'll ever accomplish. The best thing. I Great quote to end it. But I'll just say that with us for 24 years, it hasn't been easy to get here. But it's easy now. Like it's easy that the love that we have is is easy. So it's it, it's once you get the information, you understand what it is about her. Yes. What, so simple. It becomes simple, and yeah. there, then it's no energy. The energy yeah. isn't there. I mean, it's not taking a lot of energy. It's beginning to enjoy it. That's what I'm trying to instill in people. Is is that there is a level 
that you get to by loving, by using these principles and these concepts, that man, that life becomes simple. Life becomes simple. It's not a grind. So many people grind this thing out. It should be. Relationships should not be grind. It should yeah. be simple. And I say so that I, to a lot of people. I'm like, it should be simple. If it's not, you got to figure out why it's not. You got to dig deep. What is it? The thing about it is, is for so many of us, is we accept it as normal. That's the way we, that's it's supposed to be. You'd be like, are you happy? Uh, no. Here's the thing. Do you have peace? And when I say peace, I'm talking about clarity. I'm yeah. talking about you're not confused. You understand why you do what you do and how you do it. You're content knowing that all of your needs are met because you have what it takes. Man, I tell you, when I began to entertain and embrace love, life changed. Answers, the struggles, they went away. I began to dictate it. Yeah, it's like anything else. You know, a mechanic can fix a car and make it look easy because they've done it for many, many years. But for me to try and learn how to do it right now, it's, it's going to be difficult. I got to learn, learn, learn. Once I get there, it's easy. I know how to change that car. But it's cool. Just like that. The sooner you get this information, the better you are off. There you go. So all you listeners, stop, keep listening to us because we're going to make it so simple to you guys. <laughs> good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Loved you. Loved your energy. Please continue doing this work because the world needs you. I'm in it to win it for the, all the way to the end. I hope to connect with you again once you, you, your course gets on, uh, you know, out there and going. And well, I'm hoping that by before the end of the year, it'll be finished and all the things out there. And just let everybody know that everything that comes from any of the stuff that you purchase with me or through me goes to the nonprofit to support the nonprofit. Beautiful. Clear journey. What it's all about is giving the youth and young adults a clear journey in life. Beautiful, Perfect. beautiful. Thank you for all the work you're doing. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram and head over Hill show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you we, what have. we have.